1: Hey, what's up? It is the uh, the best of the Eric Angel podcast made in the world famous Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Okay, so just you know, peeking behind the curtain a little bit. I am uh, uh, producing this show at 4:30 p.m. on Monday, July 26th. It will be available for download. On Tuesday, August 3rd. Tuesday, August 3rd, I will be recovering from a monster hike along the Appalachian Trail. And uh, probably a little tired. Might wake up with a little anal. uh, And uh, not, not, no, that's not true. There's, there's no way. That has never happened. I don't even know why I said that. I could have just said... Maybe a little sex. It's not out of the question. But anal? My God. You know, and, and right now I'm having the idea of, of my kids hearing this. Just shut up. The Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio is where we do it. No, I mean not anal. Uh, where we do the show. <sighs> and uh, set to go for another edition of the best of the Eric St. Joe podcast. First of all. Don't forget about A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, Amazing sponsor for quite some time. You have a trusted source for everything heating and cooling related. A&E Heating and Cooling. Call Joe Martinez, Senior Martinez, 616-516-8579. Ask about getting a new furnace installed. A brand new comfort maker brand, the best in the business. Go ahead and get a couple of estimates from anybody else in the business. Don't tell them anything about Joe. Get a couple estimates and don't tell Joe that you got the estimates. Then he's going to come to your house, give you the estimate, and it's going to be lower. But if it's not, say, hey, uh, so-and-so said uh, they could do it for this much. He's going to beat that. All right. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Another one of the amazing sponsors is Blue Frost IT. At your business, if you're doing any type of project work, Upgrading your computer systems, you need a complimentary consultation about how this all works. Blue Frost IT, the number one service IT professional business in West Michigan, is voted on by their peers. 616 200 8550 BluefrostIT.com. Info at BluefrostIT.com. They do it all. If you're at home, you got a computer that you want to update, uh, maybe get rid of a uh old hard drive and replace it with a solid state hard drive. They do all that. So whether it's just something at home, a laptop, whatever it may be, or for a business blue frost, it all things, computer, all things tech six, one, six, 285 50. Okay. Let's get started on the best of the Eric's ain't show podcast. Iron Mike Tyson. I am, I am pretty interested in this guy and, um, and the whole thing about him, uh, fighting Roy Jones, jr. I like you saw the video when he was just losing his mind in the training and looked to be fast as hell. I think that that is legitimate. I heard on an interview on Rogan's show because uh, Tyson was on Rogan's show, and he said that he um he said that doing that that video almost ruined him for the day because he was so exhausted, and that it's taken a long time to get back. Mike, I I can't believe that I've lived through a time where uh. Mike Tyson, youngest heavyweight champion of all time. And then you see his career kind of fizzle out and all the crazy shit that happened to him, going to prison and all that shit. And then he gets fat and then he's seen in the fucking hangover. And now he's disgusting and, and overweight. And then, oh, oh my God, all of a sudden he's back in shape. Have you ever had a chance? Have you ever had a chance to listen to his podcast? It's called hot boxing. And, uh, it, it's actually pretty damn good. Mike Tyson's very, very good in his podcast. I, I, I would encourage that, uh, I can, I can again, only take so much of it. I don't really park on any, any one podcast for that long, but it it's not bad. I don't know who the dude is he does the show with. It's almost like the, that guy starts, oh, welcome to hot boxing. I'm so-and-so. Here's Mike Tyson. And Tyson just basically runs the show. Uh, anyway, on hot boxing, Tyson reveals how he was able to pass drug tests. Now, he has always said that he's never been a fighter who has um, used performance enhancing drugs? But he's done a lot of drugs that aren't performance enhancing. Okay, and in boxing, if you it's if they see that you got you know whatever in your system, well then you're in trouble. So uh, on on uh, Tyson's um, uh, podcast, he indicated that he uh, would get one of those devices, which is like a fake pecker and you uh you you strap it on and there's like a um a spot in it where you can put someone else's pee and then you it stays close to your body so it stays warm and then you just uh you you take the drug test and you whip out the fake penis and then you you take the pee now i boy i cannot i I cannot imagine because on some drug tests they'll actually stand there depending on, on the drug test, and, and they have to see your actual penis and the urine leaving the penis. And I, how in the world could someone fall for that? Uh, it that The whizinator must be really a perfect device if you can uh, uh, whip out the fake penis and somebody fall for it. Or do they just keep the door closed and say, Mike, go ahead and take a leak and, uh, and we'll be good to go? If that's the case, why would you have to go through the whole theater of the fake penis to do it you think you could just keep a bag of it like under your arm or something like that and just just pour it into the thing you know but i I don't know he maintains that he had to actually utilize a whizinator to pass his drug test and in it he says that he used baby urine to pass the drug test Uh, tyson spoke to ufc vice president of athlete health and performance jeff on hot bots on hot reveal how he would use it to avoid testing positive for drugs mike says it was awesome <laughs> awesome man i put my baby's urine in it and sometimes one time i was using my wife's and my wife was like baby you better not hope it comes back pregnant or something and i said nah so we ain't gonna use you anymore we're gonna use the kid The 54-year-old boxing legend consistently defended himself as a clean fighter, but he has not shied away from admitting his use of other drugs. He previously admitted to using the tool to hide his use of cocaine and marijuana in his 2013 book, The Undisputed Truth. Boy, you got to give credit to a guy uh, who is willing to talk about uh, shit like that. That is is real talk right there. I love that when people say, yeah, man, I was such a cokehead son of a bitch uh that is uh that is really really great uh, uh tyson is ready for the exhibition match against roy jones jr later this month pay-per-view event boy i, I kind of want to buy that there's a real curiosity to that kind of like that um curiosity when um conor mcgregor uh was to was fighting um, um floyd mayweather jr he hasn't fought since 2005, and he hasn't held a title since 1996. I tell you what, if you ever want to spend some time and uh, just search online, actually, I'll link it up as I, I like to. I got to write that down. I'll forget. Um, Mike Tyson's greatest knockouts. And you will see something incredible. Boy, uh, he punched some of these people in the next week. God. Some of, these, uh, some of the, the impacts that happened on people when Mike Tyson was younger, absolutely incredible. Holy shit. Mike Tyson, another incredible recovery. I think that when it comes to people who have recovered their careers, there's only a handful of people who have pulled this off. Uh, the, the, the new favorite, or the new top one, is um, what is the guy's name who is the NASCAR driver? And uh, he dropped the N-word. And uh, he just took a little bit of time off, and then he came all the way. It's Kyle Larson on the video game during at like the is the day after all the big George Floyd protests that he drops the N word on a video game like with a hard R. Oh God! And then uh, shit loses his job. You're thinking he'll never come back. Now he's he's driving for uh, is it Hendrick Motorsports? it's like it's like the biggest one there is he's like got a pay raise over that what a recovery and like everybody loves him now all of a sudden all he had to do was say sorry keep his mouth shut he really pulled it off you could establish a whole list of people who've been able to recover somehow from disaster uh kyle larson is right up there michael vick i turned on football over the weekend and now michael vick i mean not only did he get out of prison where he and and, and it wasn't like it was uh It was any small-time deal. Here he is murdering dogs of all things, and Michael Vick comes out of prison and plays football again. And now he's like uh, on—he's like a talking head on one of the on of the football, uh, you know, the post-game show or some shit. It's Michael fucking Vick. Oh my god! Now believe me, I'm not a person to say that you should hold these people um, and 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 uh, keep them. Ruin because of their indiscretions. Michael Vick worked very hard to rehabilitate his image. There is no doubt about that. There is no arguing that. There is no disputing that. I'm just marveling at the recovery. Vick is right there. Vick, Mike Tyson, uh, Kyle, Kyle uh, Larson. Uh, if you remember back, Marv Albert. Yes! He uh, got went with uh, he uh, hired a hooker and he was caught like dressed up as a woman and then he assaulted the hooker. I think he bit her like multiple times on the back or something like that. And he, he recovered. That was no big deal. If you have any suggestions on the Eric Sancho show podcast recovery list, I'd love to hear it. Eric at Eric or leave it in the uh, comments of Facebook or whatever you're watching this podcast on. Okay. Timeout on the field. Player injury. Back with more on the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. But first, don't forget about the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you need a mortgage, this is who you call. If you're in any state with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, you should know that by now. Call upon Mario. Yeah, you know, I think we're going to move. We're going to buy a new house. We're going to build. Whatever it may be, you need a mortgage. Get the mortgage beforehand. And then when you look for homes, don't look for a home that is the exact price amount of your mortgage that you're pre-approved for. You might want to shoot a little low because a lot of, uh, a lot of the time these properties that are being sold, there's like bidding wars that start out. It's uh, probably the most um, advantageous market for sellers. So you see a house that's $225,000 or I don't care if it's $150,000. Um, uh, the price in the window, it's going to go up because the second homes get put on the market, 15 people start bidding on them. Wow. When's that going to change, by the way? It's tough to sell homes in this marketplace. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. I got a guy. I got a guy. I always got a guy. This guy teaches you everything you need to know to be able to carry your pistol concealed. Okay? You want to have that thing concealed. You 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 okay? You cannot be walking around with your gun hanging out of your uh, holster on the side. I mean, it's just stupid. Okay? First of all, you're a target. If anything goes down, you don't want to be the one that gets shot first. You want to be inconspicuous. And besides, I mean... I carry my pistol everywhere, and there's nothing more weird than when people see dude with his gun at the frickin' grocery store. Sorry, but the world's not really ready for you. Uh, it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. Just people get freaked out when they see that shit. So put it under your shirt. To do that, you need the right uh, uh, license in the great state of Michigan. Not every state is like this. Some of these states, you just say, that's it. I'm just, you walk in, you walk out with your CPL. Michigan requires a little bit more than that. you got to take this class with retired U.S. Army Major Steve Prince. Princearming.com. Classes are, well, they're all the time. Just sign up for the class, take the class, that, then you get certified, then you take that certification, go to your county, and you apply. That's how you do it in Michigan. That's how I did it, and that's how you're going to do it. Carry your pistol concealed. Take the class with Steve Prince at princearming princearming.com or just search Prince Arming on facebook okay continuing the best of the eric Saint show podcast we need to get into the hilarity of the four seasons landscaping debacle and how that even happened man um i wasn't able to give this as as uh, as much attention yesterday as i wanted to so I, I, I just need to unpack this, the, the hilarity of it, because it's, it's a, it's a freaking Saturday Night Live sketch. It's, um, and I, I, I wish I could get an explanation of how this actually occurred. But I remember when I was up north, I saw a tweet by the president. Huge press conference coming up at Four Seasons Landscape Supply in Philadelphia. And I went, okay, this is going to be about the election, and, and I hadn't read anything. I just saw the tweet, and I was like, "Why is the president? I mean, does he know someone who owns the place? Is there, even then, it doesn't? Uh, I mean, Four Seasons Total Landscaping. I talked about this about this on the Patreon. It, it that's a type of business that you would expect to see like a sign for them behind me." on the podcast you know hey for all your landscaping needs call upon my friends at four seasons total landscaping and uh but i was like well so that's that's weird um well apparently what had happened was through some snafu this Rudy Giuliani press conference where, where he was going to basically lay out, oh, we're going to fucking contest the election and we're going to do this, we're going to do that, is all sorts of trouble. I, I don't care about any of that right now. I'm just talking about the, the, the location. Am I to assume that somebody from the Trump campaign said, all right, book the four seasons in Philly. That's where the biggest voter problems have been. And then some lackey looked up, booked it at four seasons total landscaping uh, on accident and if that happened why didn't did did no one catch it and say no no you fucking dipshit we don't i don't want you uh, at a, a in front of a garage at a landscape supply shop uh which is, is next to a porno shop and a crematorium in the middle of an industrial uh area of philadelphia that no one knows about No, the fucking Four Seasons Hotel. You're not a bunch of, what the fuck is going on here? But they they then, I I, I need to know why they followed through. Why they then said, no, we're we're actually going to go with the landscape supply. So in front of a garage, they tape the big Trump 2020 banner up. And there's Giuliani and 40 people and this shithole landscape supply place. Uh, Holy crap i'm gonna to try to throw a call in live um to the porno shop next door that guy's been uh, front and center this is probably not gonna work because he's been inundated but i have an article um about this guy who owns it his name is bernie d'angelo he owns the porno shop he was pissed off because all his customers wanted to do was walk in there and get something to beat off to and uh that th- th- Giuliani's folks took up all the parking. There's cameras everywhere. It's a, it's crazy. I just I can't believe when you're making an announcement with Rudy Giuliani and all these important people that are part of the Trump campaign to announce that you are contesting the election. They're doing it in front of some shithole landscape supply place with a where next to a place where they burn bodies and a porno shop. I mean, if you think about the comedy of this, it doesn't get any more classic than this. Somebody pointed out he goes from a uh, gold elevator at the beginning of of his running for office to to this at the end of it. Yes, this is too ridiculous to not laugh at. I don't care who you voted for. And I want to know why. I want to know what happened. Hey, Siri, call Fantasy Island. In Philadelphia.
0: I found one option, Fantasy Island Adult Bookstore and State Road in Philadelphia. Do you want to call that one? Yes. Calling Fantasy Island Adult Bookstore. Okay.
1: Now they've been inundated, man, with phone calls. there. This is probably not going to work. But I've got a great interview with this dude, Bernie D'Angelo. He owns a place. It was interviewed by Slate.
0: Island. May
1: I help you? Hi there. Is this Bernie?
0: Hi. Bernie is not here.
1: Hey, who is this?
0: This is Jacob.
1: Jacob. Hey, buddy. I, I I know you've been inundated with interviews, and I apologize for that. How are you?
0: Fine, thanks.
1: Uh do you mind giving me just a couple of minutes? Sure. Awesome. Um, so you were there. Hey, I I, I hate to ask this. Could you turn down the radio real quick? Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Yes. Okay. So sorry. Who are you first? Okay. Thank you. Uh, My name is Eric Zane. I host the Eric Zane Show podcast. Yes. Okay. Now, um, you are the respectable business that is right next to Four Seasons Total Landscaping, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, now I heard that business was a little weird, and, uh, and the customers couldn't get into Fantasy Island because of all the nonsense the other day. Isn't that correct?
0: Uh, on Saturday, yes. Yeah. Because they, they used our parking lot well, that without is, asking.
1: That is ridiculous. I mean, you guys have been there since the 1970s, supplying the community yes. with very, very fun things.
0: Yes. And, uh, I went there to tell them that I would be towing the trucks. Yeah. I went to uh, three times and, uh, some people came and picked up their cars, two of them, and all of a sudden it's fulled up again.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's yes. not, that's not right.
0: I, I didn't know at that time that Rudy Giuliani was there.
1: Right. So, yeah. Now,
0: later on, uh... I think after he left, I, people are uh, saying, "Yeah, that Rudy Giuliani was there," and uh, uh, this is ridiculous. I heard that he came to the wrong spot.
1: Yes, he did. He did go to the wrong spot, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of that because what a what an absolute blunder! I mean, of all it, things.
0: It is. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the thing which I'm I'm trying to understand. Why did he have a press conference when uh, already Biden won?
1: Yeah, you know, I think he has been uh, he has been going down the road that there was some irregularities, which, you know. There's
0: nothing. There, there is no such a thing. The governor said it. The, the mayor said it. Every, the police, everybody says no. Well, they're still working on it.
1: You know, um, I think that what will ultimately happen is um, people will explore those allegations and find nothing. Is what I think. They
0: turned them down already. They dismissed all allegations in Pennsylvania and other states because uh, there's nothing to find.
1: You're probably right. You're probably right, and I I I agree with you. I think that nothing uh, uh, will come of it. Uh, But no. Um, now, there's a there's a very comedic side to this. Um, yes. The, the the fact that I mean, it he, Rudy Giuliani is front of a landscape supply facility uh, surrounded by a place where they burn bodies and a place that sells uh, things that you can use to masturbate that that's very funny.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, it's. Uh, he, he, what he should have done, when he find out this is the wrong location, he should have left. Right. And, and went to the Four Seasons and asked him yeah. what's going on.
1: Yeah, I don't know why he followed through, uh, because I remember Trump, He. I talked about this, he tweeted... He actually tweeted, I will be at Four, uh, four Seasons Total Landscaping later. Or Rudy will be at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Why didn't he just follow up say, oopsie, uh, I'm actually going to be at a different location? I don't know why he followed through with it. It makes no sense to me.
0: It, the location, it, it, it means nothing to them. Right. It doesn't bring them anything because, first of all, uh, State Street, it's a very quiet street. It's yeah. uh, a commercial Okay. Yeah. And all businesses. He erupted all the businesses.
1: Yes. Yes. Now, um, I know that Bernie D'Angelo has owned the place since the nineteen seventies. His mom and his mom and dad uh ran the his, store. His dad. Yeah, his yes. his dad ran the store and now he's running the store. I saw a great article in Slate about it. And uh, Now, I noticed that uh, it seems like Bernie is getting a lot of traffic to the Facebook page. I think that actually will work out for you in in a positive sense. Don't you agree?
0: Actually, it didn't.
1: No? So
0: far, it didn't. Uh, Saturday, we lost a lot because uh, people cannot uh, come in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sunday was a regular day because usually Sunday is a busy day for the store in here. Yesterday was another disaster.
1: Wow, I wonder why. I wonder, is is Because
0: everybody calling in here for uh, Rudy Giuliani. Even I I get questions, uh, very absurd.
1: Okay, well- We
0: have booths in uh, in here, you know that. And uh, they asked me which booth uh, Giuliani was in.
1: Wait, what? What? Do, I said, um What do you mean by booths?
0: Do you preview movie it?
1: Oh, I see. So they're they're calling, uh, wondering if Julie would uh, like watch a movie when he gets there. Yes. Okay.
0: And I said, I said Giuliani never came in here. <laughs> really? And they hang up.
1: Oh, I get it. I get it. They're 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 indicating that Julie Giuliani would watch the movie and then like pound his putt or something.
0: Yeah, and uh, others even they came to interview me in here, and they were asking, uh, "Did Giuliani came in here?" And I said, "No." Okay. She said, "Are you sure?" I said, "I was here."
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see what they're doing there. That's 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 called shenanigans, Jacob.
0: Yes, I know, and it's it's ridiculous.
1: Uh, I am and, en- and, look. I am encouraging my audience to um. Find you online. Can they can they buy things online? Is there a way to purchase things online?
0: Uh, I don't know. You have to ask Bernie for that.
1: Okay. Well, they
0: they, they can put something. I I think we have. Uh, uh, so well, what do you call it?
1: A, a website.
0: Website. So they can put something on a website and let Bernie take care of it.
1: Um, yeah, I was just looking at a quote from Bernie and, uh, slate magazine, slate.com said, have you seen increased business? And Bernie said, he actually said that it helped him out. So maybe, maybe it's annoying, but he says that, um, he actually is seeing some traffic. So that's, that's a good thing. You know, uh, Hey, Jacob, can you tell me what are the, what are the biggest sellers at fantasy Island?
0: the biggest sellers?
1: Yeah. What is, What are uh, some of the biggest products that uh, that that people buy there?
0: That people buy. Yeah. It's, uh, mostly uh, uh, vibrators, uh, condoms, uh, all kind of stuff we have in yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. And we have uh, dolls, you know.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Uh, 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 we have dolls, and yeah. it looks like uh, a real thing. Right,
1: right. Now those those can be pretty pricey. I'm understanding, Jacob.
0: Uh, some of them, yes. Some of them, it's not. It depends on the size, and depends. Gotcha. Uh, 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 what the person wants.
1: Right, right. So you've you've basically got it all covered there at Fantasy Island. Yes. Um, how, how long have you worked there, Jacob? 13 years. All right. So it's been good. It's been going strong. I'm really glad that they've got you running the show over there. It sounds like you've got a lot of responsibility, Jacob.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Okay. Well, uh, one more thing. Do they ever have you like, uh, give the old products a test drive just to make sure that they're working. Okay. No, I don't do that. Nothing. Yep. Yep. Just keep it all above board. I get you. I get you. Yes. Okay. I I don't. All righty. Well, Jacob, thanks for the time, buddy. I appreciate it. Sorry that you're yeah, going through your all name this. Again? Yeah, my what's name your is Yeah, uh, my name is Eric Zane, and I do the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you want, I can send you this interview if you'd like to hear it yourself.
0: Yeah, you can uh, put it in my name. Okay. Do you want you... me to give you my address?
1: You mean like a web address?
0: No my
1: home address oh boy um let me call you back and get that because we're live right now and i don't want to i don't want to just throw your address out you know what i mean no you're right and then and i think you have a facebook page i can send this to bernie and then he can share it with you you know no
0: that's
1: okay no you don't have to send it i'm fine no i'm fine okay well bernie i appreciate or i'm sorry uh jacob i appreciate you and tell bernie i said hi oh i will okay thanks for the time Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that's pretty much all that needs to be said. Uh, Jacob covered everything for us. Holy shit. We hit gold with that one. Oh my gosh. Best of bid right there. You will hear that again. He is a legend. He is an absolute legend. Wow. You know, those are the things that I always love doing the most when it comes to Uh, putting content out those type of, uh, those types of, uh, cold calls. And that one was a classic son of a bitch. Thank you to Jacob at, uh, fantasy Island, which is the, uh, adult novelty, uh, vibrator shop next door to four seasons landscaping where all of that shit show went. In fact, a little bit more on that article on that article from slate with the owner, bernie d'angelo um slate asked how long have you worked there he says well it's family owned and operated since 1978 by my parents i've been there since i was out of high school and then i've been back and forth i went back to school to become an electrician and then i went out and opened up a few other businesses pizza places bulk food stores and then my father asked me to come back to work and i've been there ever since i'm 57 now Slate asks, what was it like in high school with your parents owning an adult bookstore? Bernie wrote, I was the coolest kid in school. Plus, I was cool anyway. Bit of a rock and roller, you know, kind of a rebel in a certain way. I was a little anti-establishment and we had some fun with it. I had plenty of girlfriends and, you know, I'm married to my wife for 29 years Matter of fact, my anniversary from yesterday was yesterday, and I've known her since first grade. Oh, this guy's awesome. That's the owner of Fantasy Island. Uh, uh, then they asked him, "Why did your parents choose Fantasy Island as the name for the, for the bookstore?" He says, "Well, actually, I came up with it. I was watching the TV show Fantasy Island, and my dad said to me, "Hey, I'm getting into a business." And I need a name. And I said, Dad, why not name it Fantasy Island? And he says, that's it. And we did it together. That is so great. They also asked him the same question I asked Jacob. What are your best-selling items? Bernie uh, says, oh, goodness. We have things from Dick Rambone to a lubricant called Water to Basic Normal Vibes. Six to eight inch vibes, multi-speed, multi-functions, the fleshlight, also the main squeeze, and basically we sell all types of harnesses, a lot of just normal type vibrating things, male enhancement pills and female stimulation pills. We even sell hand sanitizer and stuff because the times have changed at the moment, so we're following CDC guidelines that is sweet you know it's probably like i sell all that is our very own uh dildo farmer the multi-talented amanda so this is kind of right up her alley except she doesn't have a brick and mortar store she uh, uh she uh, uh pedals her stuff in a different way with those with those parties that they have when the ladies get together holy crap all right that'll pretty much put the wraps on the uh, uh, Always famous from now on. Four Seasons landscaping debacle. Holy shit! What a bunch of slap dicks on that story. My God, I can't believe they followed through with that. Yeah, hey, I, I, there wasn't one person when they were driving there was like, this isn't where the fucking Four Seasons Hotel is. What the? Who the fuck booked this? Well, fuck, we can't do this. Fuck it, fuck it. We're not cancel the whole fucking thing. Somebody call up Trump. And they could. They could come and say, hey, dude, somebody fucked up, man. What happened? What happened? Yeah, uh, dude, you tweeted out the landscaping place. How the fuck did you do that? What the fuck is wrong with you? What did you talk about? You told me to do it for four season landscaping. Well, I don't know who did it. Maybe you didn't do it. I have no fucking clue, but there is no way in fucking hell that we're going to do a press conference about you contesting the motherfucking election with on one side of me, they're burning bodies, and I can smell the fucking uh, 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 smoke of the dead. And to my left, there's people jacking off uh, in the fucking booths uh, watching porno movies. And I'm in front of a garage with a, your sign tape behind me saying we can test the election. We're, uh, fuck that. That is bullshit. So, my God, how did that even happen? The best of the Eric Senchel podcast taking a pause to talk about you guessed it, amazing sponsors. First of all, I would love it if you signed up for my Patreon. My Patreon is more content each and every week behind a paywall. That's right. Five or ten bucks a month, and, man, I give you a lot on that thing. Okay? You got Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, the bonus podcast five days a week. You've got um, the Lost Zane Recordings twice a week. The Insane Asylum, my music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get it before it even goes live with no commercials. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, all uh, that's each week five or ten bucks a month uh give put me on probation give me a uh, th- throw five or ten bucks at me and then try it out you like it then you know you can continue on let it ride or sign up for a yearly and i'll save you 10 percent. or just if it sucks cancel it and you get the rest of that month then you're out what five ten bucks no big deal five bucks is all the audio in the archive ten is all the audio the ar- audio archive the video the video archive and the live streams all right frank the tank fuss at my policy shop insurance says hey uh if you know anybody that's turning 65 you might want to uh ask them hey are you all prepared for when you uh get on medicare they're gonna be like uh no i am i'm not actually well okay i listened to this podcast with this idiot eric zane one of his clients is my policy shop insurance The world-famous Frank the Tank fuss. Frank will uh, navigate everything Medicare for you, and it won't cost you a dime. All you have to do is fill out the form at buyinsurancehere.com. That is Frank's site, buyinsurancehere.com. There's a special spot where it says, how did you hear about me? You write, uh, Armenian asshole Eric Zane told me about you that's where you go buy here.com frank will take care of the rest you don't pay for it it's awesome frank helps me on the marketplace when i buy my uh insurance every year and if you uh, get insurance from your employer you know that open enrollment or that uh enrollment period when they're like oh yeah we made some changes it's going to be more expensive for your insurance you're going to get less coverage it's going to suck tons of dick uh and you don't know what to choose you don't know what to do uh call frank he'll take care of it okay He just does everything. He's a complete dork when it comes to insurance. He loves it. Comedy at Back Alley Comedy Club. Do not forget about my boy Don Veltman from Back Alley Comedy Club. Shows coming to the area. A lot of them. My gosh. Looking forward to Gary Owen, August 5th. He is coming to the area. Gary Owen with shows at many of the area back alley comedy club uh, locations gary owen live you don't want to miss this uh show start on uh let's see i believe it they start on tuesday and go all the way to uh like sunday of that week thursday august 5th back alley comedy club in muskegon check it out online backalleycomedyclub.com or the facebook page just look for back alley comedy club for a list of full shows including john heffron Showing up the last week in August. Thank you, Back Alley Comedy Club. On to more of the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. We had an issue at the house here uh, yesterday. And, I, and I'm really struggling with this. Because um, it seems like the word that, that I use around here is being mindful. And I think that that's a word, it's, it's, it's a lost art form. And uh, I I struggle with it sometimes, but other times I I think I do pretty well and I I like to preach it for sure. And I practice it as much as I can. So if someone says something that, uh, like in, in this household, dad, would you stop doing this? It's probably a good idea to be mindful. Now, not to say I won't intentionally do that just to try to actually piss somebody off, but that's entirely different. That's for my amusement. But the word mindfulness and mindful has been coming up regularly. And one of the things I want diana to be mindful of one of the many is letting the dog out bruce on a leash and then if you're out there staying out there while the dogs are in the backyard because o'neal and benny they escape bruce would too but he has to be on a leash well it keeps happening where they keep escaping because they get let out and no one stays out there with them or Bruce is not on a leash. We've talked about it before. And then I have to run around the neighborhood. It gets dark at like two in the afternoon now around here. So uh, I'm very, very, I I don't want my dog lost. I'm very worried about my dog running away. And I don't like uh, running around the entire neighborhood in a panic uh, with just, you know, a a shirt on, a pair of shorts, no shoes or socks as I sprint around after Bruce. So I'm like, we got to be careful that the dog, that that doesn't happen. And then when you open the door, Bruce likes to take off. So you got to be careful. He's not right behind you. He can scoot right on by you. you got to fucking be mindful of this. Doesn't happen. So I've been bitching about that, bitching about that, and it keeps happening. And so no matter how much I bitch about it, it's it's a thing. Well, the message is finally getting through because we've had a couple of knockdown, drag-out fights about this. And my biggest problem is when I express that, hey, this is bullshit. This is just bullshit. All you need to do is, is be aware and be, say it with me now, mindful. Okay? And we won't have this problem. And then my big problem is whenever I bring it up, I get attitude. And I'm like, "Why? It, I didn't do it. Why are you mad at me? I'm, I'm trying to keep my dog from running away. That's all I'm concerned with. And then, you know, all of a sudden it's a huge fight and uh, she's bringing up shit from five years ago because you know how that is. Whenever you fight with a woman, it's always like, I I just want, I don't want my dog hit by a car. And they're talking about that time that, you know, I, I, I said this or, or six, you remember six years ago when you did this to me, holy shit. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, what the, huh? It's always that type of fight. It's like we're we're on two different levels here. I'm just talking about this one thing, and you're you're throwing the kitchen sink at me. That's not fucking fair. You gotta if you're gonna fight with me, fight fair. And there is no fighting here. I'm just sitting there bitching about you because you let the dog out. So y- you have no reason to bitch at me. I'm the one trying to take care of my dog. So we've gone round and round about that. The other thing that I've expressed many times, and then and uh, let me back up real quick. And I, and I keep getting pissed off about this because it keeps happening. Like regularly, it keeps happening. Like I'll get mad and then it won't happen for two days. And the next thing I turn around, the dogs are running around the neighborhood. So I'm like, see, now I keep getting more and more angry every time when all you really need to do is just make it a habit. Don't let the dogs outside unless you're with them or they're on a leash. That's it. That's how it works that's really been frustrating me i'm serious too this isn't a joke um and then the latest so she uh we got into it again on uh sunday when i came back so there's that and then the other thing is now this is kind of funny um i have said many times especially when okay because if if it's like i said it gets really dark early around here so um this is the story. Uh, last night, my neighbor is, is out in his uh, yard, and he's blowing leaves. He's got, like, a headlamp. It's dark, and you can hear the leaf blower, and he's taking – because this is what you got to do. You got to work at night because it's so dark. It gets dark so early. He's working. He's out there. I can hear him. He's talking, and uh, he's got someone helping him. So there's more than one person there, and uh, he looks faces the back of my house. My bedroom window is looking at him. It's pitch black out. The lights are on in the house, in the room. The shade is open, and I walk in, and Diana is taking off all of her clothes actually in the window. It's so in the window that it looks like she's actually doing it to show him her, 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 I'm saying vagina, her vagina. It actually, I'm so frustrated. She's taking all of her clothes off in front of the window. And I walk in and I go, what are you doing? And she goes, ah! and she goes into the bathroom and there is um, a very good chance that he saw every single bit of her naked body yesterday. What's going on there? What, what? It was so, um, strange that it looked like it was, she was doing it on purpose. It was that out there out of all the spots in the room to take off your clothes with the lights on when it's dark outside. Um, why would you do it in front of the, the window? So, uh, Uh, It had me scratching my head and I'm like, so I'm like, what the fuck? And, um, she doesn't understand. And I've, I've actually had this conversation with her before I go. I don't know if you realize how vivid the inside of the house is when the lights are on in a room and it's, and you're looking at that room from the darkness of outside. I don't know if you know how pronounced that is. Like if it's light out. You can't really see in um, with the clarity of when it's dark out. But you uh, though I've said this to you 1,000 times it keeps happening. And I was so pissed off. And then she kind of like shrugs and like goes into the bathroom and jumps in the shower. And I'm like fuck I'm mad. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is like letting the dogs out. This is that same fucking thing. And I go I go back in there. I go. This is this is exactly what I'm talking. This is that word, mindful. You you just aren't mindful. I go. Do you want him to see you naked? And she's kind of shrugged. She didn't really care. And I'm like, well, uh, I do. This is fucking bullshit. I don't want you. I don't want anybody to see. You know that the, the next thing that's going to happen is fucking boring. Dean is going to make friends with my neighbor. He's going to be there with binoculars, looking in at my wife's uh, fucking cinnamon muff. Uh, this is all bullshit and i was so pissed off about this my god and uh so that's and then she gets mad at me like i'm i did it it's my fault i i yes sure i'm i'm doing something wrong oh my god that actually happened yesterday holy shit okay yes another opportunity for me to tell you that my sponsors keep this show alive and well cornhole america get a set of cornhole boards cornhole boards not corn wait a minute i'm screwing this up i've said so many words that don't make sense cornhole boards i think i said corn hold boards jesus CornholeAmerica.com. put anything you want onto a set of cornhole boards the highest quality you can possibly get professionals get their boards from cornhole america shipped anywhere in the u.s with any logo you want on the boards and on the bags cornhole america uh, cornhole you can tell i've been making a lot of these best of shows because my mouth is mush bennett flooring installation wants to install your flooring 616-318-0167 love them you rip out the old stuff you buy your new stuff you call them they measure they send you the estimate. It's a lot cheaper than anybody else because, well, you've done a lot of the work. They just do the best part or the part that you don't want to be screwed up. You know, that needs to have some perfection in it. That's what they do at Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167. All right, and the last one is JM Synthetics. As you know, I, Jason Mays, love this guy. Buy your oil products The lube from the Lube Slinger himself. Go to jmsynthetics.com, pick out the Amsoil products that you want, and then you call him, and the next thing you know, they're on your doorstep. 616-747-0233. It's 616-747-0233. Okay, another segment of the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Uh, But first, yesterday, I had the... um, I had the dumbest anxiety attack that I think I've ever had. Uh, this one involved raking up the leaves and, uh, and that. And I, I'm like, why am I actually had to uh, uh, go into the house and tell my wife, I go, I need you. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I need you to explain to me why this is not a big deal and how it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Because sometimes it's when I'm going to bed, sometimes when I'm freaking raking leaves or giving the dog a bath, my brain fabricates a thing that does not exist. Man, uh, Zaniac Megan sent me a funny TikTok video of some guy dancing around his bed before he dives into bed. And it's, it's, uh, as he's dancing to the music and jumping into the bed, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, written on this, on the uh, video. Well, it's bedtime. Now, this is what, this is what I do before I go to bed and fabricate all these scenarios that don't exist as I lay awake in bed and ponder them until the wee hours of the, of the morning or something like that. That's me. That describes me. And I'm like, I I should have just looked at that video because, oh, my God, this is so stupid. I spent three or four hours yesterday in the backyard and just doing what everybody does this time of year. No big deal. You know, you blow the leaves out into the uh, open areas of the yard and then you uh, rake them, you mow them, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're freaking leaves. This is not rocket science. Now, I had uh, for the, a while but, uh, been uh, raving about the idea that you, you just mow over the leaves on the mulch setting and then you attach the bag and then you go over them again and, and get them all up into the bag. Problem, though, the amount of leaves that I pushed over onto the lawn was so uh, substantial that even when I went over them with the mulch, it produced, uh, oh, God. You know, like in a field when they, uh, when they cut all the hay down and it's laying there and then they, they, they put the thing over it and they make those big giant uh, rolls, egg rolls of hay. It's like that in the backyard. So uh, when I then put the bag on and go over those mulched leaves to scoop them up into the bag, well, you, you, you uh, roll the lawnmower like six inches and the bag's full. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I've got a lot. There is like yards and yards and yards of these mulched leaves that need to get to that need to be picked up. And I've been out there for like extended time. And I'm looking at all this and I go, this is gonna, this is a real bitch. And that it's the uh it's like 5 p.m. So it's starting to get really dark. And so I I grab the bag off it and I I I'm dumping it out, and I I'm dumping it in one of those uh stupid ass stand-up paper bags, you know, that you see. And uh Oh God, like two like only like one third of it is actually going in the bag. It's a real pain in the ass. And then the amount of time it takes me to do all this is it's not adding up. I'm like, oh God, that means like it's like three, four, five minutes for just to do one bag, to 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 gather it up into the lawnmower bag and then dump it out into here. That takes a lot of time. And then move it another six inches, the bag's full again. Oh shit, this is gonna take forever. And then I'm like All right, I'm better off at this point just using the rake, raking all this shit into piles, and then scooping it up and throwing it away. It's actually quicker. So I abandon what I've touted as the greatest thing in the world. It works only to a point. I have learned that you cannot do this technique when you have, oh, my God, two gigantic oak trees and a maple tree full of leaves. It does not work. Do not do this. If you have too many leaves, if you do mulch them, then just pick them up, throw them away. Do not run the mower back over them; it's an absolute abortion. And I'm like, oh fuck! It's like really dark now, and I'm raking away, and uh, and it's it's hard to rake because it's all mulch. It's like it's like raking dirt at this point. It's real heavy, and it's like oh shit, and I can't see dick. And I'm like, and then I start having an end full on anxiety attack about these leaves. And in my brain, I'm like, well, it's never going to get done and then uh it's these piles are gonna stay here it's gonna kill the grass and then i'm gonna look like a fucking redneck and it's just terrible and the whole the whole house might as well be torn down oh my god i need a new roof holy shit what am i gonna do about that oh no the podcast sucks oh man i'm gonna die oh god i got the kidney donation oh man, the dog just shit on the cement oh motherfucker and it's just like, ah, I can feel these waves just hitting me, crashing down. Oh, my God, what is going on? Now, obviously, I'm fine right now because I'm ripping me a new asshole and making fun of this, but this is, this is, this is good. You got to make fun of this because now I'm not the same person because the way it goes for me is I got I to run over to the queen of the forest and I go, all right, you got to talk to me. What do you want me to say? She's like, what? You got to talk to me about how this is not a big deal this is serious this actually happens she's like what do you mean i go no first she comes out and i go honey i'm hungry and i'm thirsty and she's like okay he's having a panic attack he's having an, a, a panic slash anxiety attack she goes what would you like me to do for you i go i need food and i need some water she doesn't she knows that i'm coming unglued she goes okay do you want a snack or do you want like sandwiches i go i don't care as long as it's food she comes out, she got two roast beef sandwiches and a glass of water. I go, this is perfect. Just cram it all in. It's, it's still completely dark. I'm standing there amongst all these leaves. And then I go, I need you to tell me that this is not a big deal. She goes, what? What's not a big deal? I go, what do you mean? All these leaves. She's like, why would you think it's a big deal? What are you talking about? I go, well, there's a pile of leaves here. It's dark, and I'm not done, and it's about to rain. Uh-huh. She goes, well, who, so what? What is that even, uh, huh? I go, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. And she didn't really say anything. She just kind of looked at me like I was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And then I was like, this is stupid. I should not be, this is stupid. This is what you're going to do, Eric. You're going to put all this shit inside. You're going to go inside, and uh, you're going to carry on with the rest of the day. And then tomorrow, when you get a free minute or two, you can come back and pick some more of this shit up, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> there is not much more we can do at this point. Sorry, you're running out of daylight, and it's about to start pouring down rain. And, boy, it did it rain. We It was like 75 degrees here yesterday, and there's one of these uh, – cold fronts that so was moving through the country and it hit so it's the old cla- uh, clash of warm air cold air and kaboom kablamo rain yikes it's like uh 35 40 degrees co- uh, colder right now where i'm at so what a, what a dumbass thing this is uh this is my brain this is this is what uh what i do and uh it's just so silly to me and <laughs> i swear it to me <laughs> at the time it's a huge huge problem am i describing you i bet you i am because every time i go down this road i get numerous emails saying oh my god i do the same damn thing shit that's it the eric zane podcast the best of the podcast is in the books thank you so much for checking it out more tomorrow bye-bye